Hi, I'm Colleen Nelson, licensed therapist, trauma expert, and fellow badass woman ready to rise up right alongside you. This podcast, Let the Rest Burn, is for the woman who has ignored, attacked, or even silenced her inner voice because she thought it was broken and needed to be fixed. It's for the woman who is ready to rise up and fully step into her desire, her joy, her full power, and make the impact she was destined to make. For the woman who cannot stand one more second waiting, watching, and witnessing the world crumble and is ready to rebuild and expand into a better future. For a woman who is so done trying to fix the world, she decided to start with healing herself and she let the rest burn. Hello and welcome back to Let the Rest Burn with Colleen Nelson. I'm here with Emily Jones, who is a realtor and a partner at the Group Real Estate here in Fort Collins, Colorado. She is a competitive tennis player and an active philanthropist in the community and is a single mother of two, as well as a member of my wonderful group, The Firsties. Welcome, Emily, to my podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here, Coco. Thanks for asking me. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, so, Emily, uh, you know, we've had a little bit of a discussion beforehand, just talking about what we're going to talk about today. But I, I ask every guest this question. Uh, so, in Glennon's quote, she talks about being the full version of ourself and letting the rest burn. Tell me, what did you have to let burn in order to be the fullest version of yourself today? Well, let's see. Great question. Um, So just to give everyone a little bit of background, I've been divorced now for six years. Mm -hmm. Prior to that, I was married for 10, actually 12 officially at the time we got divorced. And we dated four years before that. So I was involved with um, the man who I thought I was going to be with forever and ever for a total of 16 years. And um, went through the divorce process, and a lot has changed in my life since then. And I really mm-hmm. thought today it would be great to kind of share my post-divorce experience, and hopefully share my story. We'll give some others some hope that there is life after divorce, and actually you can make really great lemonade out of life's lemons. Maybe even lemon drop martinis. Those are some of my favorites. <laughs> Lots of lemon drop martinis. <laughs> So, um, man, what did I have to burn to let it go? Mm-hmm. I would say first and foremost, I kind of have come from a family of four. My parents mm-hmm. have been married almost 50 years. So the ideal of, um, the idea of a perfect family that, you know, traditional model I had to let go of, and I've had oh. to kind of retrain myself to, uh, you know, make it okay to, picture myself in a blended family in the future know that my kids will hopefully turn out just fine despite not having their mom and dad living under one roof so for me that was huge because of the traditional family I grew up in um yes yes I love that Emily because I think not everybody actually gets that really um great role model uh, in their childhood and, and what you desired was wanting to to kind of recreate what you had. And I do think the, the loss of the dream of what we imagined it could be, I think is, is probably one of the most painful parts of divorce. 
I would totally agree with you. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. a lot to tackle my life pivoting in essentially overnight, um, you know, Mm -hmm. and and trying to really embrace that. And there, I don't want to discount, there were some very, very hard times. Divorce Mm -hmm. is incredibly traumatic and, and painful, and it does continue to be painful in certain ways. But, um, you know, I've, I think, come to a point of acceptance that, Mm -hmm. hey, this is how my life looks now. And you know what, I'm going to try to make the very most of it. And a lot of that has to do with my mindset. Yes. So what, what is that mindset? I mean, like how you're, you're the furthest one of us firsties out. We'll say that out loud, right? Like you have, you're like the, I think I was listening to Jen Hatmaker had a podcast about this uh, and I was listening to it and she talked about how her friends who have already been through this are like the um, lantern in the storm that we're all mm-hmm. following, like show us the way. what is what's your what's your mindset like how'd you get here yeah well one thing is um I took a lot of time for myself I will say Mm -hmm. to try to uh not jump too quickly into a new career um I wanted to really establish what I wanted to do with my kids despite not having um you know their dad under the same roof, I wanted to really embrace family. And so I made a big list of all the things, you know what, we're going to do the annual beach trip every single summer, no matter what. That was something I always did growing up. And I always wanted to do with my kids. I wanted to still have them involved in church and I wanted to make sure they were involved in sports and the community. Um, We made traditions. We now have Crepe Friday. Every Friday, we make crepes before school, and that's their special breakfast. And certainly won't let a Friday go by without making crepes now. We won't (laughs) let them do that. So I guess that sense of family, despite not having the traditional, you know, um, uh, I guess, structure, if you will, was super important. So I I made sure that I continued with all of the normal things that I think you would have done married in that way, Um, Mm -hmm. even though they were out of my comfort zone. I'll be honest with you, taking the kids on vacation and toting car seats through the airport and figuring out a VRBO and Mm -hmm. rides and activities and where do we get groceries that is intimidating. And I did do that here in the last year and we made the most incredible memories. Mm -hmm. And I was doing things like helping unhook stingrays off of fishing lines for my son that honestly, if dad was there, I would have never had to step out of my comfort zone. So (laughs) I am still going to make this a great experience for my kiddos, despite Mm -hmm having put them through something that I, I unfortunately had no control over. Mm. So that's one thing. And then second of all, I've realized Mm. in my own, um, I guess my own realm that stability is super important to me to be able to know that I have the financial means to send kids to camp and, take them on vacation. So I kind of had to figure out, okay, what does that look like career-wise? I want to be the mom that's picking them up from school, taking them to soccer, running the carpool, 
but I also want to make sure that I'm financially stable, knowing mm-hmm. that um, it, I may or may not have a man in my life at some point or be able to combine two incomes. So I did yeah. a big um, kind of evaluation on what career path could I, what would allow me that opportunity. And then I, I launched into it and it's been just the best thing ever. I'm in real estate now. Um, and I've been at it for years and absolutely love it. Not only for obviously the stability that I've already mentioned, but also the amount of impact I can have on a family, a single, a couple, um, helping people transition from one chapter of their lives to the next. And that is so fulfilling since I'm not with my kids every day. Oh, you just said so many little nuggets of gold that I'm just going to, I'm just going to pull them all out because I want to, I want to reflect. No, I love it. I love every, one of the things I love about Emily that not, you know, not everybody knows that's listening here because you don't get to hang out with her. Like I do is you are like a, a grounded force in a storm and a little bit like the connector of all things. Like you just have this very calm seeing energy about you that I don't think is, is as common as we think. So your insights to me are always so incredibly brilliant and soothing to my soul. So I will listen to you talk all day. (laughs) I'm like, tell me how it's going to get better. Emily. You're so sweet. It will. (laughs) It will. We've talked long and hard about that. Yes. And, and I, I want to pull out these, these few things that I think are really powerful that you said the ritual piece. This one I think is so crucial, especially if you are in the first couple of years, if you are just stepping into this arena of newness, finding the rituals that make you feel like a family and make you feel like life goes on and being able to redefine them according to this new life that you have, right? Because we get caught up sometimes in those rituals we have to let go of, the the dreams we imagine having with this other partner. And sometimes we forget about this next step of creating a new one, like Crepe Fridays. I am... 1000% 1000% going to steal that from you and now going to do <laughs> French toast Fridays because I don't know how to make crepes. So you got to teach me that, but <laughs> we, we need to learn. My kids would love that. And I, I think it's wonderful because although we'll, we'll do, we'll do another day. Cause I think our, our kid days are opposite, but I love that you have that. And, and it does, it, it gives your kids this sense of stability in kind of an unstable situation. Mm -hmm. And, and also gives you again, those guideposts along the way of these are the things I'm going to do. These are the pieces that I'm going to follow in order to make sure that I can give my kids everything within my control of a good, healthy life. And the the piece that I want to also pull up to, and maybe kind of dig in just a little bit more with you on is this idea of almost stepping into both the mother and father role as a solo parent and how challenging that is, but also how much growth can happen when you are kind of forced to do it all. And I'm curious, you know, what do you absolutely hate the most? And I'll tell you mine. 
<laughs> what do you just like absolutely hate the most? And what surprised you? Like what role that you probably would not have taken on had you still been married? Uh, do you actually find that you kind of love? Well, I would say the first is, is fishing <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the dislike list. I, I am not a big fisherman. My family yeah. knows it. I don't, I, I don't have a lot of patience. I hate to say it. And I will do like a fishing excursion on vacation that has hopefully some good action, but I would so much rather hit the tennis court or go hit a golf ball or something over, um, fishing. Well, last summer, my son decided he was going to become the world's most active fisherman and wanted to fish pretty much every day, all summer long. And that included having to unhook fish and figure mm -hmm. out lures and knots and what equipment do we need? And then on top of it, like I mentioned, we went on vacation, we had to track down a, um, a fishing pole you can do a surf rod essentially that you can do right from the beach and how to go about catching a redfish and on and on so it's one of those things that I don't have an interest in but I see how much joy it brings him and I'm like I need to be open to this my kids have different interests and I want to embrace that so um so I think that figuring out what really gets your kids to tick might be very different than what makes you tick and yes. being open to that and embracing that I think is huge. So the fishing, I'm, I'm still not a huge fan, but I've been forced to become a little bit more knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would say um, on the second question, a lot of household duties, I'm not super mm -hmm. handy, but I have figured out, you know, um, how to use a, a drill and mm -hmm. I guess, um, hang Christmas lights, yes. all those house projects that you used to just rely on your other half for mm -hmm. now, a lot of them are me, or if I can't figure it out, I call my dad, the engineer yeah. who lives 10 minutes away, <laughs> but you have to kind of figure those things out as you go, especially mm -hmm. if it has to do with something emergent or in the moment, you know? So. Yes. Oh, that's so true. And my, yeah, my least favorite thing is carrying all the things. Yeah. I literally yeah. cannot stand it. And I, I have a little bit younger kids than you do, but I mean, they're still, I mean, they still have the same amount of stuff. Um, but I, I remember leaving the soccer field the other day and literally I had everything in the wagon and I was pulling the wagon and I think Charlotte was in the wagon. And then I had like Waylon who wanted a piggyback ride on my back and I'm yeah. just like getting us to the car and I can just uh, like, some of the dads were like, get it. Good job. You. And I'm like, I have no choice. I have no choice. Do you there want are, to carry them? Because I would really like to not. There are right moments. Now. <laughs> yeah. I will say uh, uh, in those frustrated moments, I have had the thought, there's a reason that kids are supposed to have two parents. And then I have <laughs> to bring myself back. Like, I've got this. Yes. I can do this. I can handle this. I can figure it out. So um, yes. anyway, yes. it it's it's definitely a mind shift mindset shift because rather yeah. than being a victim which mm -hmm. is what you could easily go into in this situation with the wagon yes um you have to say you know what i i have a player mindset and 
I get to do all these things. I oftentimes, you know, pulled back thinking about parents mm-hmm. that have special needs children or that mm-hmm. have some other type of disability. And you're like, man, we really do have it very, very good. And I have, you know, healthy kiddos and on and on. So it's easy for me to, um, I guess, slide into that one mindset. But then as quick as I do, I try to come right back. Yes, I love that. And I, and I think that it's a duality. It's a balance between we allow space for the struggle, right? The feelings are valid. The struggle yep. is real and, and you lean into gratitude. You do lean into this balancing effect of this is hard and it is valid, but also I have a choice. I have a choice in this moment to kind of hop skip as we're going to the car and kind of tickle wailing on the leg and make a joke with Charlotte and, and make it fun. Or I can be cranky and mean and and frustrated, even though my feelings on the inside are, you know, this is hard. I, I can have that duality. I don't have to just have it hard all the time. Mm -hmm. And, and that's such an important thing for anybody navigating anything that's, that's challenging, even if it's not divorce, it's this idea of my feelings are valid. The struggle is real. And I have a choice in how I'm going to take on this present moment task right now. And that is a crucial piece, I think, of getting through a trauma like divorce because it is ongoing and it is long. Like it doesn't just happen and then it's over. It is like layer upon layer upon layer. Especially when kids are involved, you know, and knowing yes. that, I mean, you will be connected with your ex for, for your entire life, potentially with children involved. So, um, a couple of things you had mentioned too, like what else, um, have I focused on post-divorce? One is just really good mental health. So I think it's super important to find a community that you can relate to that maybe you're going through similar things. And that's why, our first wives club is so important is there are moments that we can laugh. There's moments we can cry. We can relate with one another. And Mm -hmm. those relationships are so deep because we have kind of so many of those similar threads. So that's one thing. Also, honestly, I think finding a good counselor is Mm -hmm. a great option. And then I through my work and some of the sales training I've done, I do a daily gratitude journal and start my day with gratitudes. And actually I've gotten them for my kids too. So a lot of days, you know, while I'm making breakfast, they're writing down their gratitudes. And I think focusing on what we do have and what Mm -hmm. we're grateful for is a great way to start your day. Yeah, I, I agree. And I do, I do like a meditation off of the insight timer Mm -hmm. It's definitely one of my favorites. And I used to fight gratitude all the time, Emily. It's kind of funny. I, it's not that I didn't want to be grateful. It's that the putting time aside to be grateful always felt like it was invalidating my struggle. And (laughs) it's so silly. I mean, it is, it's, it's just silly, but it's one of those things that I find comes up for people where the, they 
want to do these rituals, right? We want to do these rituals. We want to tap into those, we call them bookending, right? The beginning and end of the day. And if you find yourself fighting it for those listening, um, cause we hear about gratitude all the time, right? Like it's it, gratitude journals are so important and they really are in probably every single spiritual practice across the world. Like it is ingrained in humanity, but we fight it sometimes. And sometimes we fight it because there's either a, there might be trauma around it, right? Somebody might've forced you to be grateful for something you didn't want to be grateful for, or wasn't actually, um, a good thing in your life. Um, or like setting aside time to be grateful actually brings up emotions you don't want to feel. So I love that that's part of your practice only because I think it brings up so many different emotions for people. But if you're really able to lean into it and you're really able to recognize and focus on what you do have, it does shift your mindset for the day. And what I had to learn was I could do both, right? Like I could be like, I'm having a tough morning and I'm very grateful for my wonderful dog sitting next to me right now, snuggling me, right? Like I could, I could yeah. do both. <laughs> And, um, and that duality again, you know, is such a crucial piece of this whole process is being able to have a positive mindset and look forward well in the midst of some very painful experiences. Absolutely. And what I've realized too, uh, both career wise and otherwise is when I have really positive energy going out Mm -hmm. into the universe you yes. wouldn't believe how much positivity is coming back. And I've seen it over and over again. So yeah. even just training yourself to have that positive mindset just automatically triggers like the law of attraction. It's a real, right. real thing. And, it sure is. <laughs> and, man- and manifesting exactly what you want. Yeah. You can absolutely do it through the right, the right techniques. So, yes. yes, it feels daunting at first, I think, but Once you really realize like you don't have to be the most positive Polly, but that doesn't mean that you have to be a negative Nancy, right? Like you get to, you get to focus on what you want to focus on and bring choice back into your life. And I think sometimes divorce feels like our choice is taken, right? Like we, we can focus on all the ways that we now no longer have control. Or we can really look at again, like, how do I go into the world? How do I bring in things that I want in my life? And, you know, looking at your life, I can see how much you've brought into it with incredible communities and all the connections you have. And I think that's what also brings us all together in community as well um, on a smaller format. And the firsties is that we're able to be real with one another, but also, also really lift up and inspire each other and, and be able to guide one another out of the storm when things are dark. And I love that about us. It isn't just like a, let's complain about our exes place. You know, it is truly like, you've got this. Let's take one step forward together. Let's rebuild this together. Um, Let's enjoy life together. Absolutely. And be my word of the year. I always pick a word of the year to focus on as present I was talking to a dear friend last week about being present and not necessarily tying an outcome um, Mm. to the result of an experience. And it's almost like setting no expectation and being present in the moment might really exceed your expectations with Mm. what would happen. I was on a trip recently and 
went into it with very few plans, not sure what the week would look like. And it ended up being a trip better than we would have ever imagined because we went into it just let's just go day to day and see what feels right and what the vibe Mm. is and it turned out great because we were present and hadn't overthought you know how we wanted the week to look oh I love that I love that I do think bringing it back to the present moment is such a healing practice because we can handle what's right here in the present moment even if it's really hard stuff, like we can handle it and Mm -hmm. we can truly enjoy it. We can tap into those deep emotions. I think when we get stuck in the past or we start to project into the future is when we get caught up in our own minds and we can't come back to, to really the simple joys of what's happening right here, right now in this moment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing that's amazing too, is if you go back to your photo album and look at your kids photos from even two years ago or more Mm -hmm. and you look at them and you're like oh my gosh she was so itty bitty back then (laughs) and then you jump into today and and you're in my mind I'm like in two years I'm gonna look back at the photos from today and think she looks itty bitty Mm -hmm. so trying to really embrace what's happening today especially with these with the kiddos because they Mm -hmm. are just growing will blink and, and their childhoods will be done. So I think it's so important as hard as some of those, you know, single parent moments may seem Mm -hmm. the year to go fast. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's a good perspective. You know, so I think when we get into this, you know, I, I always, there's so many different, there's so many different arenas we can go in terms of divorce and, and conversations here. But I am curious because I think that you and I share a bit of a unique thread here in that we are entrepreneurs. We are, mm-hmm. you know, business women who own our business and also are solo parenting. So I'd love to just talk a little bit about what the process of, you know, building your own business and, creating this real estate uh, part of your life, you know, what did you have to burn in terms of what you believed about yourself or limitations that were placed on you in order to kind of take the risk and jump and build this incredible business that you have? Well, one thing that I identified soon after divorce was that I was, I, I love work, extremely mm-hmm. work focused, career focused, always want to be on a path moving forward. And the thought, honestly, of having a traditional nine to five job and raising kids alone and missing out Mm -hmm. potentially on school pickups was Mm -hmm. extremely daunting to the point where um, it scared me. Mm -hmm. And so I went into a career that's commission only um, with the mindset that there was no chance I was going to fail. And I think that part of it was sort of that mama bear instinct that you're going to do everything in your power and then some to make a good go at it. And so failure in my mind wasn't an option. Um, And, you know, it took a while to get um, to the place where I am now. And certainly there's been a lot of stars that have aligned and blessings that have come my way and great mentorship. Um, 
But I think more than anything, it's having kind of that drive and that work ethic that was Mm -hmm. all based on knowing that I had to put dinner on the table for my two kids indefinitely, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, there's just something to be said for that. Like failure, like I said, is not an option. So I just did everything in my power and then some to, to, to get where I am today and a lot of grit and a lot of crazy hours and a lot of weekends and a lot of babysitters. But now I'm to a place where I'm kind of more at a cruising altitude. Mm-hmm. I I can kind of dictate my own schedule. I'm not really at the whim as much of other schedules. And it feels really good. And I'm I'm proud of the progress I've made. I um I've had a lot of help along the way, but I feel like when your passions align with your career, it's it's a formula for success. And that Ooh. is exactly kind of where where, um, where I am today. I absolutely love what I do and don't consider at work at all. So Mm. it's easy for me to be willing to spend non-kid hours doing what I love and not taking necessarily perfect care of myself. This is Mm. a weekend is a perfect example. I just worked all weekend and then worked all today. Didn't even have a weekend, but right back at it and excited and, um, excited about an opportunity I have with um, some dear friends. So I don't know. It's, I think if you can figure out what that passion piece is and then intertwine it with a career, Mm -hmm. it would really, it really helps, especially when you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. I love that. And I do think you're speaking to something really important here. And, um, Time when you don't have the kids, if you are navigating a divorce with children, right? Time when you don't have the kids is, is a double-edged sword. There's a piece of it where, um, you get to have, you get to decompress, you get to see some friends, you get to do some self-care, you get to create space for work. You get to do things that you wouldn't typically get to do with, with the children full-time. And, you know, you miss your kids, right? Like there's, it's, it's both. Mm -hmm. And I love being an entrepreneur because I do fill a lot of my weekends when I don't have kids with work and with work I love and work that I get excited Mm -hmm. about. And it does feel more tangible because I'm able to do that. Even just yesterday, I uh, recorded an episode called the Sunday scaries, which I know you know about Emily. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. That will be coming out because there's this, there's these times on the weekends where if we don't support ourselves, plan things in there, take care of our needs and be very real about what we want and what we need, uh, things can get a little dicey, right? Like you can, you can hit that point and be like, oh man, I really, really, really miss my kids. And you can be busy and still miss your children. But I think it's really wonderful to have this job in this career that can fill in that space. And then when you have your kids, like you said, you get to just really be there. You get to be there for the school pickups. You get to do all the things with them because your work is more flexible and you Mm -hmm. take advantage of the time when you don't have them. Absolutely. It's great because, um, like I said, motherhood was probably what I thought I would be doing from, you know, the time I was 
little and honestly until I had kids and I kind of had a we had a plan that I would be a stay-at-home mom until the youngest was in kindergarten and then kind of when that shifted it became like okay I'm I'm not necessarily that role full-time so you know how can I make an impact in a positive way and I yeah I actually get a lot of peace knowing that like I am making a positive impact above and beyond just these two little humans that mm-hmm. we're hoping will grow up to be great adults, you know, and yeah. I, and I love being able to have an impact in so many other people's lives, both work related, but also nonprofit related. And that's mm-hmm. a huge part of my life too. Yes. Yeah. I, you are very involved in the community. That is something I am always so impressed with. Uh, Emily is such a philanthropist and, is constantly telling us about all of the incredible things that she's doing. And I'm I'm curious about what inspired you to really get involved with the community and, and make this a part of your full self, like who you, how you take up space in the world. What inspired you to do that? Well, I, my family was always involved with nonprofits from a, from when we were little, I was involved in a charity group starting in the seventh grade with my mom. And I will say it just working with others who need some help and some support gives you that much more of a appreciation kind of for where you are and helping somebody not giving a hand out, but a hand up mm-hmm. is huge. Um, there's a group that I work with specifically that helps single parent families get mm-hmm. on their feet and grow to be financially self-sufficient for their kids. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, I had a lot of support through my divorce and no doubt, um, you know, my situation is not like theirs, but at the same time, I can relate to how stressful it can be going through divorce and having, you know, the, you know, the carpet pulled up under you and, um, then having to try to, you know, swim essentially on your own. So I can relate to these families. And at the end of the day, I am so passionate about kids So I'm almost more proud of the amount of lives we're impacting through the charity by the amount of kids we're touching, because that will ultimately impact future generations. And I, I love the idea of kind of breaking the cycle and seeing kids do better even than their parents. Um, So that whole idea is what can really enrich and grow a community. So that's my primary focus at the at the moment. I'm also involved with um, respite care, which is a great uh, child care facility that helps kids with developmental disabilities. And our local PTO, I'm involved yeah. with, and then most recently um, the Fort Collins Junior League, and that's helping um, in a number of different ways. But yeah, primarily I'm working with the Career Closet, which is um, it's a essentially a donation center where women can come in and be styled and outfitted with outfits to, um, for job reasons. So either interviews or maybe they need some nice professional attire for work. Um, and, and that's so gratifying too, just seeing the amount of confidence that clothing can, um, provide to women. It's, it's incredible. And that's one-on-one. So I love that. I think it's just a mix of, of different things, but at the core, Mm -hmm. it's really all about, um, 
all about kids, I will say. Mm. Yeah, it comes back to that legacy, right? Like affecting future generations and breaking patterns. And I love that, Emily. And I think I'm incredibly passionate about it myself. I think that's a, a strong reason why I am a therapist and why I do some of the things I do in the community is that wanting to stop this you know, generational trauma and, and continuing to inspire and heal uh, each of us so that we can continue almost like a ripple effect to heal those mm-hmm. around us. So I love, I love this part of you. I think it's incredibly inspiring. You are probably one of the most positive people I've ever met in my life. I, I literally don't think that I could ever, <laughs> like I could say something to you and you're very validating. It's not like you dismiss hard things, but it's this really incredible energy that you have when you come into a room that just makes everybody feel safe and comfortable and warm and invited. So I appreciate you stepping into my space today so much. I um, will put, for those of you that are local, we'll put in the show notes, the organizations that Emily is a part of. And if you feel called to donate your time, your energy, your resources, I would absolutely love for you to do that because each and every single one of those that she named are, are very near and dear to my heart as well. And maybe take this moment to be inspired, uh, on how to take something that's hard in your life and not only grow from it, but also look at the ripple effect. What is it that you can do that can make a positive impact out of something that really was not as positive in your life and, and be inspired by Miss Emily Jones today. So I appreciate you so much, Emily, for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Coco. I hope I'll see you soon. Oh, you will. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening. And like I said, we will put Emily's organizations as well as her information in the show notes. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single second that you chose to set aside for you and the impact that you're going to have on the world today. To be inspired, to be seen, and to hold space starts with the very actions we take with ourselves. Look at the show notes for more information. Like and subscribe and share with friends if you feel inspired to. And as always, let the rest burn. Burn.